Welcome to Nonprofit Network, powered by Stokes Auction Group. We are a podcast focused on benefit auctions and fundraising events for the nonprofit community. We are a group of fundraising professionals that specialize in raising funds to improve communities of all sizes. And here it is, episode number 28. Welcome to the Nonprofit Network. My name is Shelby Stokes. 28. Polly Schenfeld here. Good to see you guys. Thanks for joining us, as always. Kelly Schenfeld, excited to be a part in this beautiful library behind us. My uh, hair's not on fire today. Oh, oh yeah, it is. Kind of is, kind of is. And I don't know if it's episode number 28. Maybe it is 29. I don't know. We did some Q&As. It was just so many. Yeah, you're right. We're so popular. We're so popular. So popular. What was that? What did you say earlier? He killed him <laughs> in the library with the candlestick? Is that what you no, said? No, with the... Alan Rich. <laughs> Worst murderer ever. ever. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to kill you with this Alan Wrench. you got to revert to an Alan Wrench. You're pretty desperate. <laughs> you I'm just or you put too many bunk beds together. <laughs> but in that case, just unscrew the bunk bed. Oh, oh my God. We're a little rubby today, mainly because it's the fall, and we are going into our next season. It is upon yes. us. We're working. We're enjoying it. Um, I was telling our team this morning, it is good to be busy. It feels good to have purpose. And I know there's a lot of people out there doing good yeah. work. So thank you for all you do. Um, reminder, this will be one of the last reminders for our 15% off promo that's going on right now. We're going to be drawing the winner at the end of next week, and um, if you, well, at the end of this week, actually, because Hocus Pocus comes out Friday, and that's that's what we're basing all of our calendars off of, pretty much. is whether Hocus Pocus comes out soon or not. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. yeah, so if you want to turn those contracts in, definitely do so. I think we have a handful that have already been turned in, so good on you. Um, yeah, but we appreciate you guys partnering with us and keeping what we do alive and thriving. Do we yeah. got, like, oh. over 90 participants yeah yeah we do over 90 so yeah thank it's, you it's, and that's fantastic yeah we really appreciate the support and making it all work um so what we're going to do is we're going to cover uh audience development a little bit later in this cast but first things first we're going to hop in and talk about our weekend um each of us respectively had uh, an event that we worked and um, there's also a couple others that we kind of just want to bring up and kind of shout out. So uh, the first one was a repeat um, partner that we've had in the past, and they were out of the Bay Area. And essentially, this has been a longtime client that we've worked with, partner, if you will, longtime partner. And essentially, what happened was is the auctioneer who served that room didn't have an adequate sound system, which was a little bit of a surprise considering the legacy that they have behind them. And you actually yeah. were in that room for years and years. Yeah, it's and you have to have a good sound. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. It's outside, isn't it? Uh, not always. No, not always. no, not always. Uh-uh. Well, it has been, though. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, and this one specifically, they normally have two events, right? One mm -hmm. in the spring and one in the fall. Yeah. And one of them's on a golf course. So this is so this the is other the golf one. course. This is not the golf course. Yeah, then no. This yeah. is the other one. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. So why are we bringing that up? We're basically bringing that up because what we're seeing time and time again is like we're going into these rooms, we're assuming that everything is kind of how it was pre-pandemic, and then you go in and something is just not quite right. And in this scenario, it played out with the audiovisual. 
a room that has a couple of very experienced fundraisers were there and to not have the sound, which is kind of like fundraising 101, and have that not come out perfectly was a little bit shocking to everyone. Yeah, I can imagine. Super frustrating too for the audience more than yeah. anything. And that's kind of what we're going to talk about a little bit later. But it's, you know, your your guests. If your guests can't hear, it doesn't have anything to do with how your auctioneer sounds. I mean, you know, they yes, they want great sound, but it's because they want to communicate with their guests. That's our number one tool is our voice. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So the, the point being here is a long-established event a long-established staff and something like this falls through the cracks yeah that's basically what we're which speaks about the, a change in stuff though not all the staff might have been you know the same we've been in that that middle ground where new staff and turnover and this that and the other thing in the news so yeah and, and it's easy for us to walk into a room and say hey this person has been there for years so we know everything will be dialed but what we're not taken into consideration is that that one teammate who we have faith in for years and years may not have the support system they've had in the past. True. Therefore, they could be dealing with things that they wouldn't have to historically deal with just to make sure the show goes off without a hitch. So it's more taxing, but at the same time, we really got to consider every little detail. And I think we're going to see that repeat in the fall. Um, we historically know that fall fundraising is a little bit more scrappy, mm -hmm. and that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. And you had uh, you had an event out of the peninsula. I did. We yeah. did. We had an event. Out. It was the first time we'd done it, and it was exciting to be there. But you know, um, it was very quiet. They raised some money, but it was very quiet, and um, I felt like maybe uh, they weren't all used to being together yet. They being the audience. We, yeah. we yeah, the audience, um, and we didn't have the sound that we needed. But you know, the organization that we did it for was a fantastic organization. Uh, they raised money, they, they met their goals, so that was lovely. But, you know, it is kind of fun to go into an auction and say, oh, we can grow that. And that, that's, ooh, you know, you sit back and you start doing this and, and see how you can benefit that organization. And so we got some cool ideas. And I can see how difficult it would be for you being such a veteran and Mark being such a veteran, you know, going into this room, first-time client, and seeing that what you would classify as lack of energy from mm -hmm. the bidders. Mm -hmm because our job is to post evaluate the event and you start to look and start dig deep into why and what 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 the causes yeah. are so yeah. you, them never seeing us or you or a professional yeah. auctioneer before might have had something to do with it yeah. who knows what the tone was set in the previous years and we're coming in trying to change that right elevate it could be a bit of a shock to them, I guess. Could be. Yeah, and I think that's like the biggest, I think it's probably one of the biggest reasons we're so drilling down and like, okay, things aren't like they were. Because we take a lot of pride in what we do as fundraisers. You know, we are not looking for a one-off partnership. We're not looking for a one-year, one-event partnership. We're looking for a five-year, ten-year run. And our goal being, okay, let's tweak and improve these different items that are playing out whether it be live silent or other let's grow it and try to get it to grow yeah. so we can raise more money for the cause yeah, gotta grow it yeah yeah agreed um yeah. we had a virtual event this weekend um not a ton of those on our books for this fall but we do have a handful and one that we had just this weekend did pretty well um we had a really good attendance we streamed it from our studio and we had essentially people from all over the world right paul we did yeah new zealand all the way up on the east coast and I, I, I'll never forget last year, we had people from Germany. Yeah. So this is in South America. Ireland. Ireland, yeah. Ireland. I so, thought you would say Ireland. No Ireland this year, huh? Not, I, I, I could have missed it. It's entirely yeah. possible, but it, typically the 
they usually do. Oh, yeah. we need it's to go global look at some reach. analytics. Yeah. yeah, we need to look at some analytics, see if we can yeah. figure that out. Yeah. They have yeah, a cool. global reach, right? And so that could go to the argument of, well, they sh should stay virtual or, dare I say it, hybrid. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But they could also do another type of event that is just virtual that's not tied to their live auction. Right. Mm -hmm. Still do their live because Jeff, the auctioneer, loves doing this live and he's really, really good. And then maybe try to tie something else in on a smaller scale yeah. for all of the international supporters. Yeah. Yeah, and it was nice to see the virtual event kind of take off without a hitch. You know, we didn't really see a lot of issues whatsoever in terms of software or hardware, which means kind of like I just alluded to, we've been partnering with this organization. Now this is their third year doing a virtual event and all the kinks are worked out, right? All of the issues that we've seen in the past have been laid to rest and we're trying to improve on them time and time again. So, you know, shorter program than it's been in the past. I thought it was really well executed. The um, video content that they had assembled was on point and really seemed to speak in a very direct yet effective manner so I was pretty impressed. Um, we had another individual who was on our team this weekend helping with another event and essentially what he saw was that the timeline was really hard to work through and part of that was was because they had a politician who was running for office in that area and he kind of went on a tangent when he came up to speak for about 20 minutes, kind of talking about platform and stuff of that nature, basically leaving his mark on the event, but it cost 20 minutes. Then the fund and need speaker comes up, so the person that speaks before the, the video plays, and essentially that speaker came up and just reiterated everything that was going to be said in the mm. video. So oh. it was one of those things like, oh yeah, I got my speech, don't worry about me. So nobody that cried. speaks to our fund and need speech that yes. we talked about last week. Last you week, know? Yes. You've got to really get those people tight on that. Yep. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. You got one chance to hit that mark. Right. Mm. Somebody tells you, "Oh, I got it. I got it." I mean, let that be a red flag. So, so let him call you control freak. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> you are a control freak and if the, you're doing a good gala. And that's not bad. That's, that's not, not bad. bad. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Yes. But you know, in, in that scenario, you take 20 minutes for the politician, 20 minutes for the speaker, and then you take into consideration this is an outdoor event. You've now pushed the timeline an entire 40 mm -hmm. minutes, and it's starting to get cold, and people are going inside or people are leaving. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, a whole bunch of events coming back, and we're excited that it's all coming together. But we keep seeing things pop up that just need to be tighter. So hopefully you can take those examples and maybe work or build um, to make sure that things like that don't play out in your room. Yeah, and, and you know what? Just give us a call. Just give us a call, and we'll help you with it. We're very good at this. So. That's right. That's right. So today's topic is going to be about crowd cultivation. So essentially what we're going to talk about are different tactics to kind of disarm and get people involved in your organization. And part of this was from an event that was recently played out and we went into the ballroom and the crowd was very quiet and unengaged. So what we're trying to do is trying to find a way to kind of engage them and allow them to participate in a seamless fashion. As well as educate them on what your expectation is of them night of. Um, I think that's a, you guys can speak to that a little bit uh, from what you learned this weekend, but if, if, there, if there's an expectation on your guests that is delivered in a, a very um, humble form, chances are that expectation, they will exceed that. They will exceed that expectation because they won't feel super pressured, but they'll know why you invited them. Super huge to let these people know what their job is when they get there. Number one, you got to have fun. Yeah, we're going to have stuff there for you to have fun. 
Number two, we've got to raise money because that's the only reason we're together is if we don't raise money, this organization is going to fail. We don't want that. So send that message that if they don't give money, it's all over and life is over. <laughs> I, re I can remember. <laughs> I can remember several months ago doing this pod and, and, and you know, myself saying, hey, let's kind of slowly work back into this live thing. Get, let people get together and have fun and party and rub elbows with their friends because they missed the last two years. Okay, well, I lived it a, a couple of times and... Time's up! No! I mean, <laughs> you take the first... Get to the gala! You take the first 30, 40 minutes to let people rub elbows and have fun, but then it's down to the focus of why you're there. That's right. It's the fundraising, right? And relaying an expectation to give is not a bad thing. It can be a difficult conversation, but it's fair and it's reasonable. Hey, I'd like you to come to our event, but what can I expect? Yeah, and, and I think that there is, you know, for somebody that's going to be a sizable donor, they are going to understand that kind of language um, because they have expectations on people as well. So they're going to probably more than likely appreciate that, that delivery of expectation to them. I, I'll be honest with you, I would. Um, I would appreciate it if, if somebody invited me to something. I didn't get, you know, thrown back when I got there about, well, no, he told me I was going to have to give you any money. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and, you know? And, and you get into this delicate dance right now because there's a lot of it's pressure on attendance, right? Yeah. It's like, okay, we got to hit the number 200 because we've always had 200. That's how many meals we have yeah. bought, et cetera, et cetera. So all of a sudden you start filling seats with those individuals that may not be there for the right reasons. Mm -hmm. or and, and right reasons probably isn't the right way to say that. But... You know, for the reasons you need them there for. Boom. Exactly right. What she said. Thank you. You're Perfect. welcome. You're welcome. Home run. Um, yeah, you know, and we're kind of calling it expectations. It's the North Star. Like mm -hmm. the North Star of your audience and your guests needs to be to raise money for XYZ. We are here together raising money for the animal shelter, for individuals that have disease that they're fighting you know whatever the case may be everyone has to come together for one reason and unite under that banner and that is a way that you're going to motivate these people to give you know we talk a lot about coming out of covid and seeing the hesitancy in these ballrooms there are certain communities that we're bumping into that are a little bit uncomfortable in the ballroom like they're not adjusted to being out of their rooms or homes like they were in covid and being across the table from one another well look, so, look, the, that really changed you know that's the thing not to interrupt yeah. but off of that it took us all four months or whatever some longer some shorter that, okay, we have no idea how long we're going to have to do this stupid pandemic thing, right? But we know we have to do it. So we all had to change into that. It's a lot easier to change into something that everybody has to do than it is to change out of that that different people are doing different things with. Yeah. We all had one thing during the pandemic. We all had to do this, and that's what we do. No, you know, We're going to do virtual. We're going to do this. So our guests, we're going to do this. Um, you can't go to the grocery store. You know, the whole nine yards. But coming out of it is very different because of all the... Yeah. And we might be up against that. We definitely are, right? We might be for a while. For a while. Mm -hmm. We might. Yeah. So work through it. Don't give up on it. Work through it. Because it's workable and it's good because you might be able to cultivate someone new out of that. Somebody that did feel the loneliness deep down or whatever, 
and they may have a new thought on giving. And so you're not going to know that unless you have that tough conversation with them about my expectation of you tonight is, you know, or you don't say it like that, obviously, but can I count on you for $1,500 this year? We are really trying to get this organization back up on its feet, that, 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 you know, and then, then you might open that story up and you know, a thousand this year. Great. Thank you. So now you need to go cover half that somewhere else. Yeah. So. You know, have your list. You call on that list. These are my five thousands. If I I need four five thousands. If I only get one, you still got to make up fifteen grand somewhere. Mm -hmm. So you better add to how many people you're gonna call and say, give me two hundred and fifty dollars. Figure that number out. Reverse engineer it, like you always say. Reverse engineer it. Think we need sixty thousand dollars. How are we gonna get to there? And it's not just with the video or a speaker. Yeah. Nice. It's important, but. Yeah, reverse engineer that right? stuff, man. Yeah, and and I know great that, approach. especially now coming out of out of COVID, it can be difficult to be direct with people. And and oh, you know right. we've been out of practice. I A lot of us haven't that. seen <laughs> seen eye to eye. You know we have not seen each other in person. Um, we're on the same page, we're just not seeing each other in person. And essentially, what that's caused, it's caused a little bit of disconnect. So it can be more difficult to be direct. Um, I want to bring up an example of one of our teammates who has recently relocated to a different part of the country. And essentially, where he is at, where he's currently employed, there's a community that really doesn't know what we do in regard to this fundraising format. They, don't put they do put together galas, but the monies that they're bringing in at these galas are, do, are not comparable to what we're doing in the Seattle market. So essentially, what this individual has been able to do is go into these different rooms and apply these little bit more direct tactics to the fundraising approach, and it's paying dividends. In other words, we're seeing a historical fundraiser that's raising $60,000. He's coming in, kind of flipping everything on its head, this, just this last week, he posted 150 plus in one gala. Um, and what that's going to do is it's gonna change the paradigm, but it's also gonna bring this new fundraising format to the forefront, and it's gonna allow that community to thrive in a lot of different ways. The projects that are gonna be funded in that area are going to be jaw-dropping in the near future, and that really excites me. And it all starts with that ability to be direct, mm -hmm. set expectation, and then invite people to give to what you're trying to accomplish. And this is from a zip code that doesn't historically even have fundraisers, correct? Right. Yeah, yeah. He's in, um, I mean, I don't know what the right term would be, a fundraiser dry market? I don't know what you'd call it, but <laughs> we live in a market that has just been flooded with, with fundraisers and charity auctions of all types for decades. Mm -hmm. And he's in a, in a smaller town, obviously, yep. that has zero experience or historical data about fundraising. Mm -hmm. Wow. And he's coming in saying, hey, that here's what fresh here's where soil, I right? come from. Yeah, there you go. Fresh soil, uncharted territory. Ready to be planted. You say that because it's go, a rural right? area? Is that what you said? No, that? it's just, you know, I mean, no, I said that because of that show I watched, Keep <coughs> the Earth, you know? I mean, if you, okay, so you could look at your community that way. If you're sucking all of the vibrance out of your community, eventually it's going to dry up, right? Mm -hmm. So this is an opportunity to put some stuff back into the soil, being your community. See, there, I had a thought with this, believe it or not. Wow, that's great. Because I don't always get a thought with things. So, yay We're for proud. me. We're proud of Thank you. Thank you. I'm feeling good about it. I'm going to ride this wave. Just hang with me. But the, you know, they're not, if you're not putting into the same group of people that you're taking out of, that's eventually going to dry up. Yeah. And so you may have seen some of that during the pandemic is that there was some feeding of your communities happening unbeknownst to you. 
So use that also as a, you know, coaching uh, tool for your guests because you do have to coach them. And uh, if you see something that's going on in their community, you might want to insert their, yourself in there just a little bit, you know, to show support to so that they feel supported by you when you're always asking them for money as well. Yeah. I mean, you know, because if you keep take, 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 and people are going to be like, not this year, baby. No, I'm done. It, I haven't gotten a thank you card in four years. And it's got to be a give-take relationship. Point. Absolutely. It has to be. Like has it has to be. to be a give take relationship like crowd cultivation right audience cultivation in order to cultivate that audience you've got to build relationships um we're seeing a lot of staff turnover this is a challenging topic to cover because we're seeing new eds new leadership come all on these the time and it's really hard for somebody who doesn't know you from adam to come up and say hey would you give us five thousand dollars that's a tough ask for some people mm -hmm. but really at the end of the day what is your north star and that's what we have to constantly remind ourselves of. Why are we holding these galas? Why are we asking people to give? And it's to help different communities around the nation. So for you to go and make that request of somebody isn't about you, isn't about you being rejected when they tell you, no, I can't give. It's about you trying to leverage the money that they may have to help your community or nonprofit thrive. Out of 10 people, eight of them may say, no, I can't give to you this year. Know that going in, be okay with that, be okay with hearing no, and like he said, it's not personal, because two are going to say yes. Yep. And who knows how many people those two people know. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's right. That's that coaching piece that you, yeah, it's, yeah. these are real things, <laughs> people. To, these are real things. And, and, uh, sorry, Paul, go for it. We're trying to cultivate and coach our audience mm -hmm. into adjusting to what could be a new reset, a new reality. You know, we've been pushing you to say, let's just get through this pandemic and get back to normal. Maybe we don't want to go back to normal. Maybe when we come out of the other side of this, we want it to look a little bit different. Maybe. I think For your right. longtime supporters, freshen it up, make it something new, something different. Or also be prepared. This might be there out. You know, and if you feel that, hang on. Just give it a little space. Give it a little time. If somebody's been, you've been asking them for over and over and over. Still go ask them, but if they're out, just take it as one year. It's one year. It's not forever. You're going to go back and you're going to find out, why did I lose that person? What, what happened there? How can I insert myself into their personal community? Whatever it is, what, you know, see what's going on in there. Whatever. Reinsert yourself. Feed that relationship. And the next year or the next year, there'll be a yes. So a no is a temporary thing. Remember, eight of those ten are no's this year yeah temporary nose I like that Good temporary point. nose yeah god how many can I have more on that have I given I need the fives oh yeah oh, okay, oh, oh. oh. yeah I thought, I thought you were celebrating yourself and me yeah. too yes <laughs> touchdown celebrating celebrating Kelly uh, yeah. and, and I know we're about to wrap up but I think Paul is completely on to something are we going to go back to how we were pre-pandemic and I believe the answer is no Thank God. The answer is no. Like you can already tell trying to take some of these events back to what they were is not going to work. You have different players, different circumstances, different money coming yeah. from all aspects of our communities. So be okay with the change, roll with the change, but know that when you're going into these rooms and maybe it feels flat and it doesn't feel like the party it once was, it's time to cultivate that audience. Maybe that's 
by making requests and getting those no's. Maybe that's saying, okay, I'm really glad the Johnsons were over there, but maybe we won't invite them next year. Let's see if the Smiths are in because they like to have a good time and they can get on board with our mission. This is kind of a new baseline moving forward is what it feels mm -hmm. like. So when you go into these events, if you're going into this event, go in with the impression that it's going to be what it's going to be and how are we going to build this for the future? Because like we mentioned earlier, that's what we're about. Yep. Five-year partnerships, organizations that can thrive year in and year out for years to come. So uh, yeah, it's, it's an exciting time. It's a nerve-wracking time. It is. It's a little uncomfortable at times. Yeah. But remember, all of your guests, all of them, even if they don't even know why they're there, can be pulled into doing what is best for you know, the greater good. Um, the human itself gets to be a part of something to make it better, and man, they're going to jump. Yeah. Right on yeah. board. You know, historically, these are goal-driven events. Mm -hmm. Okay, my goal is $150,000. What do I got to do to get there? Okay, you try to cultivate some of your pre-committed pre yep. donations. You try to get it. When you do your budget and you follow out, you come up short. What's your first thing you're going to think of? Okay, well, I'm ten grand short. I need more items. I need ten more live auction items. Ten. Historically, that might have been the right approach, but moving forward, that might not be. Okay, let's get 50 more silent auction items and 10 more live items. That'll reach our goal. Mm -hmm. Try to think outside of that box and not think that way. Try to cultivate that shortfall in a raise the paddle, or yeah. as Kelly always says, work till next year. Yeah. Don't feel bad if you didn't hit your goal this year. Mm -hmm. It's not the end of the world, but you're going to work towards next year. Yeah. yeah, everything you do is for next year and next year and next year and next year. You're yeah. planting seeds for next mm -hmm. year's crop. Yeah. Oh, we're yeah. talking a lot about soil and crop. I got them on that, by the way. You should change your background to a soil field. A soil field. Yeah. <laughs> soil field, that's not what they call those. Anyway, thank you. <laughs> So much for joining us this week. I know we ran a little long. We're just very passionate about these communities, about these audiences, about these groups of people, and we want to see them succeed in the years to come. So we go a little long sometimes. Um, we had a Q&A last week. That was a lot of fun. And it shout was. out to Kathleen and InfoAt and the other people that sent in um, when we were live and also submitted questions. We appreciate you. Um, we're going to continue to do that once a month. So if you want to be a part of that, mark your calendars. I think we're going to shoot for 11 o'clock on the third Tuesday of this week is kind of what we're throwing around here. So hopefully Third Tuesday of this week. This so week. Um, How many Tuesdays are there in your week? There, well, you said this week. <laughs> I love these boys. We know what he meant. We know third what he Tuesday meant. Third Tuesday of the week. Third um. Tuesday of the week. <laughs> Listen, we appreciate you being with us. Numbers and dates are hard for me. I oh, know. I love you. My wife has uh, diagnosed me with dyscalculia. <laughs> oh, you could actually. It's possible. Now, now she feels bad making fun of me. No, I'm still gonna make fun of you. It's wow! Fun. <laughs> wow! Fifteen percent off. We're drawing that next week. Um, if you want to drop us a line or sign up for our letter, where we're reminding people that Q and As are coming out, you can do so by shooting us an email. Auction at Stokes Auction Group is where you can reach us. And if Shelby um, happens to type fifty-one percent off, that's wrong. It's fifteen. 15. Are you the one sending out the email? I have no? dyscalculia. Okay, never mind. It's, it's difficult. Fifty-one <laughs> <laughs> you could be doing one for free. <laughs> <laughs> Line me up. Here we go. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for being with us. Hey, you guys. Go out, be bold, be creative, and don't be afraid to be a little assertive.
Yes, go and get people educated about your auction. And go do good.